G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. G'day guys and welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Today I wanted to talk to you about something I noticed with some friends regarding going to or the the verb going with the preposition to. So I was talking to some friends and we were sort of having a laugh at how many different ways there are to say going to. So we often say gonna or goinda or gointa. And I was wondering, well, what is the difference between these? And I mean, when we discussed it, when we had a bit of a chat about it, there was no, I guess, strict grammatical rule that we could look up and find, you know, or at least because it's it's one of those things that's just said and is very colloquial. It's just spoken English. It's not written unless you were literally quoting someone or writing down um, someone and trying to emphasize that they had an accent and that they were really pronouncing the word that way. So, anyway, gonna and goinda as ways of saying going to, what exactly is the difference? The best explanation that my friends and I could come up with is that you would only ever say, or there's no strict rule, but we would only really say gonna when we were going to say <laughs> and there was an example just then in that sentence, when we were going to say a verb after going to. So, going to say, for example, which is what I said earlier, going to say would be gonna say. So, that to joins the going and becomes gonna, gonna, gonna say. Whereas, going to a place instead of going to followed by a verb So, going to say something as opposed to going to the beach or going to the shops or going to France. If it's going to followed by a noun or a place, for example, you would say going to. I'm going to France. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the movies. You can say I'm going to do something. You can say I'm going to goinder with um, a verb after it. However, you would never say, I'm gonna the beach or I'm gonna um, France or I'm gonna the movies. The gonna, at least in my mind, when I hear it, it makes me anticipate, it makes me expect that there is a verb coming straight after the gonna. So, it's like, I'm gonna do something. I'm going to say, I'm going to be, I'm going to hear, I'm going to sit, I'm going to speak, I'm going to ask. I'm really waiting when I hear I'm going to, I'm really waiting to hear a verb straight after. Whereas the goinder, it's, there's no strict rule, but when I hear goinder, I often think place, but you can say a verb straight afterwards. So, those are some of the examples of gonna and goinder. So, I might read out some sentences now. 
for you guys to practice the pronunciation of. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the beach. He's going to the show on the weekend. He's going to the show on the weekend. We're going to France. We're going to France. You're going to the movies. You're going to the movies. She's gonna go for a swim. She's gonna go for a swim. They're gonna bake a cake. They're gonna bake a cake. What's gonna happen if she leaves? What's gonna happen if she leaves? It's gonna suck if it rains. It's gonna suck if it rains. And I might just add there that suck in that sense isn't the literal form of, you know, to suck in something into your mouth or for something to be sucked into the vacuum or sucked into the engine of a car. In this form, especially in Australian English, if something sucks, it means that it's it's really bad or it's unpleasant or it's not good. So, if I say, you know, my friend gave me a CD and I listened to it, it totally sucked. That means that I really didn't like it. Or he went to play soccer. He went to try soccer for the first time. And when he got on the field and he kicked the ball, he sucked. That means, you know, he was just awful at soccer. He was really not good at it. So, if something sucks... It either means that it's it's bad, it's not good, or that you're not good at that activity, at whatever it is that you're talking about that sucks. And it's not it's not really a rude way of saying that. It it definitely rhymes with some other rude words, but it's also a pretty informal way of saying this sort of thing. So if you were to use it sucks or oh that sucks, it's not too impolite but it's definitely informal. So, I wouldn't use that in a job interview or, you know, with your boss necessarily, but I would definitely say that kind of thing with friends, with family, anyone that I felt comfortable speaking formally, uh, informally with. Anyway, so, let's mix up, let's mix things up a little bit and put an exercise in here where you guys should guess after I read the sentence the first time in proper well-enunciated, well-pronounced English, how you would then change the sentence if you were to read it quickly in, you know, colloquial Australian English. So, for example, I'm going to do the shopping becomes I'm going to do the shopping. Is she going to the outback? Is she going to the outback? They're going to the markets. They're going to the markets. 
The cat's going to eat its dinner. The cat's gonna eat its dinner. I'm going to stay here for the weekend. I'm gonna stay here for the weekend. She's going to France. She's going to France. Awesome. So, I hope you liked that section of the podcast where I go over a little bit about pronunciation. And now I want to talk about an Australian expression or Australian idiom that hopefully you guys will find interesting, funny. I'll go a little bit into the definition and where it comes from. The one I wanted to talk about today is as mad as a cut snake. As mad as a cut snake. So, what does mad mean? Mad means angry, furious, upset, You can be mad at something. You can be mad about something. I'm really mad at my father because he um, did something that annoyed me. He lied to me. I'm really mad at him because of that. Or you can be mad about something. So, you could be mad about the politics in your country. You could be mad about the weather. You could be mad about the way someone is treating you. You could be mad about... The tone of voice that person uses when they speak to you. So, mad about or mad at. Cut obviously means to sever or to chop or to separate into more than a single piece. So, if you've cut the snake, you've, it, you don't necessarily have to have severed it, but it's where you've used a knife, for example, and, you know, dug it into the snake. And a snake is a kind of reptile, a long, it's almost a long lizard with no legs. So, and that's what reptiles are. They're cold-blooded animals that are vertebrates, that have scales, and they tend to sit in the sun to warm up in order to be active. Anyway, so that's the saying, as mad as a cut snake. When would you use this? It's when you would want to explain someone who's out of their mind with anger, who's full of rage, who's really, really angry or furious, or it doesn't have to be a person. It could be a thing or animal, for example. And it originates from the late 1800s in Australia, and I think particularly refers to when, often when snakes were found around houses, they would use or people would use a shovel or a spade, which is what you use to dig with, and or a stock whip or bull whip, which is one of those long ropes that you can whip around and make that cracking sound. Um, You can whip an animal, so you can use that whip, a stock whip, and they would use these shovels, spades, stock whips in order to um, kill snakes. So, to you know, get rid of the snake from their property so that their family and and themselves were safe. And when they used a shovel spade or whip on a snake, the snake in- inevitably gets cut or chopped in half and then writhes around. It moves around on the ground when it's been cut and it does this for quite a long time, even after it's died. And so, this is where the, the saying, as mad as a cut snake comes from. It comes from when someone's killed a snake and it's moving around. Even though it's dead, it looks like it's angry. And so, this is one of those things that is, it's relatively 
Um, often it's often said in Australia, but I don't think it's something I would use in everyday language. It's the kind of thing that people out in the country would be more likely to use. And so here are some examples of how you would use this phrase. I'm not going home anytime soon because dad is as mad as a cut snake. I'm not going home anytime soon because dad is as mad as a cut snake. He was as mad as a cut snake when his car was stolen. He was as mad as a cut snake when his car was stolen. Nothing calms me down when I'm as mad as a cut snake. Nothing calms me down when I'm as mad as a cut snake. So that's the episode for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like the format, let me know. If you didn't like the format of the lesson, let me know. Tell me what I can do to give you guys better resources and format the lessons um, how you prefer them. Give me a thumbs up on Facebook. Um, Check out the podcast. Let your friends know if you enjoy it and you think it would help them. And continue listening, guys. Until next time. Oh. Uh-huh.